What's up, guys? It's the Nest with your boys, Mike, Tony, and Harrison, episode 21. What, what? <coughs> My voice is bad, so forgive me for that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Tony, say something. Say your intro. You have the intro. No, you have to say... This is the Nest? Tony and... <laughs> Me and Harrison already said something. That means you say something. What do you want me to say? Say hi. 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 There we go. <laughs> just so we are, we're clear that Tony's here. Um, right now we're just chilling at Harrison's house, having a bonfire. Thought it would be a bright idea to have a podcast since it's been like a week or two. Uh, right. Something like that. A yeah. Week, yeah. It's been a little bit. We uh. Initi- What's happened? Yeah. Initially yeah. we thought uh. We'd be having them like uh, once a week, maybe bi-weekly or something. We're trying to stick to that. Yeah. So. uh, It'd be perfect if we could get once a week, but we're having a hard time scheduling right now. But these two idiots have college. Duh. Mine's not even a problem. It's the fact that you work (laughs) at night. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I work at night and the other two idiots. Or rather, I work in the morning. (laughs) One of the, one of the, we just have opposite schedules. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, so what's happened since since we last recorded? Last time we talked about Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh now is resolved. He is a justice. Yeah, Kavanaugh. Yep. We talked about Kavanaugh. We talked about being prepared. A lot of miscellaneous crap. I don't know, guys. Um, well, okay, let's discuss what's going on in the troop first before I get into political rants. <laughs> um, <coughs> so last time, our last meeting was Tuesday. We put a video out uh, asking for funds. It didn't show up. I know it did. It, not on my page. Well, for me it did. <laughs> we had well, two, we had a few views on that. Okay. okay we good. haven't received any. Five thousand. So what's up with that? <laughs> um, We're trying to raise uh, funds for the troop. They're trying to get class Bs, so like T-shirts and sweaters, yep. right? Uniforms. Yep. T-shirts and sweaters. Yeah, we're trying to. Our troop really tries to keep the cost low for the participants. That way, uh, that way everyone can participate. Yeah, we don't. We don't think money should hold someone back from being in scouts. You know, all of our campouts we charge a very small minimum rate. Uh, usually, yeah, something like fifteen bucks. Reasonable. Yeah, you know, we try. We try to keep everything as low as possible, just so that. Yeah, I mean, everyone can participate. We don't want anyone to miss out. Shout out to our boy Gabe Schmutzer. He is our SPL, and he came up with this $5,000 figure we're working with here. <laughs> Obviously, I don't think it'll take five grand to give all our scouts a T-shirt, but... Well, well it's uh, more than just T-shirts. He's aiming high. Yeah, this, this, he wants to buy everyone a mink coat. <laughs> it's a sweat. It's a, The sweaters are what's uh, causing the issues here. But uh, also, if you guys have any cool fundraising ideas, hit... Hit the podcast up because we'll tell the troop that and then they can get on that because they were having a hard time figuring out fundraising ideas the last troop meeting. So It was a patrol meeting. Patrol meeting. But we treat all of our patrols patrol meetings as troop meetings. We started that, I think, the Cobra Patrol. Yeah, that yeah. was our fault. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to hang out with the cool kids my patrol. So back, <laughs> so back in 2010, we ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I think we mentioned that when we interviewed scoutmaster bucky yeah uh yeah so you know class b's fundraising hey anyone got ideas for fundraising that'd be nice yeah i mean our troop really hasn't been a big fundraising troop 
we did small things. Yeah, yeah we did yeah. a lasagna dinner several years that raised about seven cents. <laughs> um, the car show. The car yeah, we show. tried the car yeah. show, and that just got too political for us. We've tried uh, I liked your coupons. selling coupons. That was a good idea, but I don't personalities know. got in the way. But did that get us a lot of money, though? Was that our best? I think, I don't, I think it raised quite a bit. I think that was our best fundraiser. I do. That's why I mentioned it at the meeting, because I was like, not only was it kind of fun to do, because I, I sold a lot of coupons, but it was also beneficial to the troop. But because yeah, we kept a lot of those profits. Yeah. Yeah, about half, I think. Yeah. Um. So you know, there, there, there's some stuff out there. We really, what the big thing is, we need an idea, but we need people to show up. Yeah. You know, most of these new kids though, they they seem dedicated as all hell. Like, yeah. We got kids like Joe. We got kids like Akio, who's always there. Akio is not that new. Not well. Okay. I, I shouldn't say new, but we got a lot of kids dedicated. Younger to this. kids, yeah. You know, well, he's considered an older kid Got now. some yeah. bucks. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these kids are dedicated. I, I'd say, I'd go so far to say more dedicated to that than us, our old troop, 042. They're pretty, yeah, they're pretty ambitious. You know, we have a lot of them. I shouldn't say a lot of them. We have, we've got some individuals now who are really starting to push the pace with merit badges, um, which is good to see. We did a... Got a lot of good personalities. We did a board review with a young boy. Uh, what was his name again? I, I know him. Uh... Carter? No, it's no. not Carter. It's uh, God, I Christian. know his name. No, it's not. I know his name. Blake. I, I, I no, I had Blake's brother. I went to a right. camp with him. Well, that's gonna piss me off for about a another week. I until feel I... bad for not knowing his name now. Yeah, because we did his freaking border review. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Blake's brother is what you said. I, th- I think it's Blake's brother, right? All right. Any of you who knows Blake, Blake's brother. Or uh, what's his sister's name? I didn't know he had a sister. Yeah, that girl who was in the adventuring patrol. No, that's not. That's not. Well, oh, I that's thought she. Her. I thought she was related. That's that's Kiara? Parker's sister. Oh, Parker's sister's yeah. Kiara. Okay. All right. So this kid, uh, he had he got his first class rank uh, last week at the uh, patrol meeting. Good job. Sorry, we yep. don't know your name or don't remember. Uh, you know who you are. He. It's me, Cole. 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 Yeah. That's his name. Cole. I know. Begin with C. Cole. He, to me, I've been on one camp out with him and many meetings with him. He is one of the scouts that I do think shows a lot of dedication and a lot of potential to become a great scout. Eagle Scout or not, he is going places in life. Good. And first class is among the first steps. So good job, Cole. Um, I really I, hope he just gets the bug, you know. Uh, the bug? Yeah, the bug, you know, just starts going for it. Oh, he's going for it. I know he is. Like, I asked him, are you going for yearly? He's like, I don't know. And then he kind of changed his answer later on. Like, I, I heard it in his voice, like, oh, I'm getting my eagle. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of far out for him to be thinking right now, but he, I think it's good he's to like keep in 13. Mind. I think he's 13 yeah, or 12. He's Total 13. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Okay, I thought he was 11. He's like my sister's age. Yeah, he's 12 or 13. Yeah. But uh, he's one of those kids that I look at, I'm like, he, if he's not going to be an Eagle Scout, he's definitely going to help the world out somehow. Might be a bus driver. Uh, no. <laughs> parking assistant. Well, this is a good time. To- but by the way, good job, Cole. If you or your mother or father are listening to this at all, uh, that's another thing. So right now we're having a bonfire, right? Three of us: Tony, Harrison, and I. The three of us, Eagle Scouts, 
two of us, actually me and Tony met Harrison through scouting. Otherwise, this wouldn't have happened. Yep. So friendships you can make in scouting. Anyone want to touch on that real quick? Well, yeah, because, we'll, we'll, I mean, we've experienced so many different things, like, and not even together, uh, both Tony and I have participated in separate years of many advanced courses. Yep. Grey Wolf. Uh, many points, CIT. CIT. Yep. Um, Mike has participated in the Redneck Run now for two years. I did at Altary Die with Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah did exactly, at Altary Die. Um, yeah. Many campouts. You know, we've got a lot of shared experiences and a lot of shared hardships. Um, doing things that at the time seemed tough, but now is like... What you know, I was, I was thinking about that when I was at work today, Mike. Yeah. You know, the whole reason why I showed up to work? Well, I showed up to work because it was Friday. We went to Giordano's, but... Um, <laughs> Otherwise, I was going to call in sick because I feel like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was sitting there at work while I was mopping toilets and stuff, and I'm like, you know, Mike was in basic and had two pink eyes and pneumonia. Pneumonia, yeah. And was still running with shit. <laughs> Part of my French. I, re- um, I regret that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if he can do that, I, I think I can handle, you know, throwing up every 30 minutes and <laughs> if blowing what, my nose. I'll tell you what. When I was doing that stuff, the only thing keeping me going, other than my family, was knowing you guys were at Scouts and were going to Many Point and were probably missing me. And I didn't want to come back kind of a loser. Like, I had pneumonia, so I'll I tell you sucked. What, if, you, if, if you didn't pass basic, I would have never, ever let you forget that. Yeah. But I went on. I passed. Instead, I praise you now. <laughs> these guys, these guys, uh, part of the reason that kept me afloat and I wouldn't have that without scouting. Tony, I'm sure you have some strong feelings about this subject. Do you have anything to say about friendships and scouting? Well, Harrison, I think you were with the Venturing Crew the year that Mike was at Basic, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. And so, like, that whole week, you were on everyone's minds. Oh. Like, people kept asking your dad, hey, how's Mike doing? Hey, is Mike going to pass Basic? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. quite the question, yeah. <laughs> Well, like, everyone knew you were sick. Yeah, yeah. And, like, people were wondering what you were sick with or yeah. what was going on. He was too sick with it. And then I remember <laughs> Down with the on, it was a Thursday afternoon right before Greased Watermelon, like, the troop activity. And your dad had just told Brian that um, you were going to graduate from basic. And then so Brian relayed that to the troop, and everyone cheered for, like, a good... 30 seconds. Oh, hell yeah. See, the really funny thing is and that if you didn't pass, Brian passed basic. Well, Brian was in great <laughs> shape at the time. And it was, let's just say it was Air Force. So what was that back in 1980-something when he <laughs> went? So that was like six to eight-week training. I was there for 11 weeks. Oh, they could shoot at you at that time. But uh, those of you who don't know, I did come down with pneumonia down in Georgia for basic training. And, uh, I had, I think the highest fever I had was 102, something like that, and I couldn't breathe out. I couldn't breathe good. I couldn't sleep. Doctor, I go to sick hall. They were like, yeah, if you went another day, you could have died. I was like, oh, great, perfect. And I was basically bedridden for a week, and I didn't have my phone, didn't have any. I had, the only reading material I had was the Bible, and uh, I got better around a Thursday afternoon, Friday-ish, and I went back with the platoon for... Uh, uh, the marksmanship, and that was the day we qualified with our rifles, and 
I shot good and I got my uh, sharpshooter sharpshooter uh, metal and so basically there's three there's uh, marksman which is the lowest sharpshooter and expert so I got sharpshooter so for being a week out it felt good doing that and uh, I do you get, remember the requirements for those I couldn't tell you it was some so there's like 32 targets right and they're at like uh, 32 different distances no, 32 targets total. Okay. So we got uh, one that was really close. It was like, oh, frick, like 10 yards or something like that. So easy. Uh, 50 yards. And then I want to say 100. It's like a football field. Could be wrong on that. And by the way, they measure in meters. So let's just guesstimate here. So we're going to say 100 yards and 32 targets. I think I shot like, oh, frick, like 24, 23, something like that. That's pretty good. And, uh, Is that iron sights? That was uh, red dot. So we had red dot okay. sights on there. We did uh, we did shoot with the iron sights prior to this, and that was I think that was the first day we shot with red dot. They're like, well, for the qualifications, we're gonna be red dot sights. So we attach those, and then I get back from basic and find out the troop had all his faith in me. I meet them at St. Richard's, and they get they get off the bus, and I'm like, I did it, guys, I did it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Good feeling. Good feeling to have buddies that knew what was going on with me and dad relaying the messages to them. And I was really scared I wasn't going to pass or do too good because of that. But it happened. All because of scouting. Because I swear to God, without scouting, none of my other friends would have cared. <laughs> do you have a bottle of water? I saw Here, one. do you want a bottle? I will get you a bottle. Drank okay. it. Uh, I'll just dare sip Tony's. It's no. out. Okay, I'll, I'll go get two. All I'll right. be right back. Keep yeah, can going. I get another one too? Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll Thanks. But uh, yeah, that's uh something I was wanting to kind of touch base on at one of these podcasts. Uh, me and Tony already knew each other prior to scouting. Since like first grade. First grade, and I think we joined as Tiger Cubs in first grade. No, I joined in third. You joined in third? Yeah. All right. But uh, Tony and I weren't like tight in first grade or anything. We just knew each other's names really. I think we had a little group going. It was me, you, William, and Dominic. William. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think I have a picture. All right. Yeah, yeah I'll try and find that. But uh, definitely, Tony and I would not necessarily be hanging out, I don't think, without scouting. Because I learned so much about him and his family through scouting. And it's just a good thing to be a part of. Like, you know, this is a podcast bunch of eagle scouts for encouraging you guys to get your eagle Thanks. trying to motivate you but uh at the same time those of you who maybe not be may not be in it for the eagle at least you're making some good friends and it's not always about the about the rank or the patch that's something we say you yeah. know it's that's something we encourage yeah well we encourage it because you learn more you know you don't have to you don't have to get it you just gotta try because in trying uh, You're bound to learn something. Yeah, you gain a lot. All these younger scouts. Um, who's our ASPL right now for the Charles? Troop? Charles? He's not. He's actually not doing that bad of a job either. Charles is a kid going into a troop. I thought. I don't know if he'll ever take on a leadership position, and I don't know how many merit badges or requirements he'll ever get. And now this kid's proving me wrong. By the way, I was like 15 at the time. But now he's proving me wrong. 
by taking up ASVL. And this kid, I don't know how many merit badges he has, but when he wears a lot. Because I went to the many point meeting yeah. this past July. I think you had to work. Yeah. Then Harrison, you probably had school or something. And so Brian was telling me, um, like, how difficult, or it's getting difficult for Charles and Akio, and I forget who else, to earn badges at many point because they already have so many of them. Yeah, I know. I think the last, like, two or three years I went, there was very few that I could get. Yeah. But anyway, these these uh, scouts that I kind of thought, I don't know, iffy, they're proving me wrong pretty dang good. They have more merit badges than I have. I have a total of 22 or 23. <laughs> Mike is... Uh... 24, I think. 24 <laughs> is what it is. Mike barely made it. Yeah. So... Total number of eagle merit badges is 22 now since we have cooking. Yep. At the time I got my eagle, I think it was 21. So I got the 20. No, it no, was 22. It was 22 because cooking. Yeah. I got cooking at kind of the last second. But I had my 21 already, and I was like, oh, that's good enough. And then we got, I see kids like this coming, and it's pretty freaking awesome. I kind of wish I would have done more, more merit badges, but I definitely got a lot of experience out of scouting, so that's good. And friends. So. Friends, you gained a lot of confidence. It was fun to watch it, you know, go from this chubby, unpopular kid to this tall, skinny, unpopular kid. I tall, skinny, unpopular kid. I'll <laughs> take it. I mean, the only reason and someone... yet the little scouts love you the most. I know that's because they're <laughs> stupid and funny. <laughs> you show up and they're all like, "Mike's here." As well, I mean, you guys described it best. I mean, we were describing our roles at the for the podcast yeah, a couple weeks ago. Tony's like the tech guy, always like got the camera, uploading videos. Harrison's kind of like the host, you know, the head guy. He created it. And I was like, guys, what am I? You've gotten like comic relief. I was like, oh, good. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Easy. And that's what that kid's singing to me, so that's fine, I guess. But play, well, hey, man. Mitchell loved you. Oh, man. And you didn't carry him up 136 steps. <laughs> Mitchell. You just drove around the golf Well, cart. according to Nora, it's 135. Nah, don't listen to her. She doesn't know. <laughs> nah, Mitchell, for some reason, really liked me. I mean, I, I just drove. I think I did drive pretty fast in that golf cart, though. <laughs> Any bump we hit, he's like. <laughs> I think it'd be great if we souped one of those things up. Can you imagine one of those things with, like, 40 horsepower. There was one for sale on Old Shakopee just a block away from my house, and I was ready to call you up and be like, let's go in on it. And I'm like, I look at the price, I'm like, why is this man selling a golf cart for three grand? Holy crap. What? I will admit, it was in amazing shape, and it already looked like he had it souped up, Harrison. He had like, I swear to God, this guy had like mud tires on this thing. So I can kind of get it, but golf carts, brand new. I don't think they sell for three grand. <laughs> I don't know. I would I would go... I would assume it was gas. If you wanted to get one... Okay, now this is being recorded, so this is official. <laughs> but if you want to buy one that you'll keep at your place and that we can work on together, yeah. your name, I'd, I'd match you up to like 500 bucks. Well, now it's winter. So we'll think about that in spring. Yeah, It'd be a good winter project. That's definitely... Yeah, but we got no place to work on it. Fair that's enough. They have a boat in their garage. Well, not right. It's getting winterized right now, so... But, uh... Yeah, I mean... That would I'd, I'd do that. We, I mean, we could buy a decent one for a grand. 
that's been my idea because I, I got my truck. I got nothing else better to do. So I thought I've always been looking on Craigslist like little mopeds and golf carts and stuff. And I'm like, ah, it's getting to be winter. I'll look at it again in spring. So that'll be definitely be an idea for spring. If we could form a ruckus gang, that would be dope. <laughs> that would be. I can't believe that ruckus sold so quickly. The second, They're super popular. The second I hit that email, the send on the email for him, it sold. Really? Like, I didn't know that at the time, but he, he, he emailed me back. He's like, oh, sorry, man, I sold it two days ago. I'm like, two days ago was when I emailed you. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, people on campus love them. I was willing to pay because it was a uh, what was it? It was like nine hundred bucks. Two thousand three, I think. And it didn't look like yours because yours has the long yeah, frame. Mine's already stretched. Yours is already yeah. And he was like, oh, it was like nine hundred fifty. And I was like, you can't find it because every deal. every other one I saw was like twelve hundred to like eighteen hundred. Yeah. And I was like, oh dang. He's like, yeah, I'm moving to California. Get it while you can. I was like, I'll get it while I can. And then, bam, it's sold. If it was 49cc anyway, I mean, I we don't even need a 150. We can do, we can work with a 49 for now and do the stretch kit to it. Yeah, I mean, 49 don't need your motorcycle permit or license either, which no. is what attracted nope. me. The you most. can park it on the sidewalk. Yeah, and a bike rack. Yeah, that's what I, that's what drew me in. And I was like, well, if I do get one, I'll probably want it to be really fast anyway. So I'll just go get my permit and do all that crap. But whatever, it's sold. I'll look again in spring. Maybe not a ruckus, but some type of moped. Uh, it's, I'll tell you what, I, I like motorcycles, and I've been looking at them, but I'm just dreaming. I'm not going to buy one until I buy a house. Yeah. The scooter is way more fun to drive around town because it's automatic. Yeah. The torque is ridiculous with these GY6 builders. I'm beating my grandpa's 300 off the off the line, yeah. like across the intersection. <laughs> um and, you know, I mean, we're going around the city streets. We don't need to go faster than 55. I Speed mean, it was 35, you know. But looking in your garage and around your house, I'd say you have enough vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> so for now, when you do get your own place, I'd say go for another one. Yeah, no, well, then, when I, once I get my own house, I'll buy a, I'll buy a motorcycle then. Like a, like a legit one, you know. Yeah. Bobber or something. Tony, are you ever gonna get like a freaking motorcycle or something? Yeah, my dream is a Suzuki Ninja. Or no, it's not a Suzuki. Ninja's a Kawasaki. H two. My man, my GM. Yeah, my dream. GM has one. My An GM. H two. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you because he doesn't ride it. He's like scared to ride it when it's like hot or something. He likes to wear like his uh, what's it called? Uh, the, the the movie with Tom Cruise. Uh, Air Force movie. Oh, um, um, Top Gun. Top Gun. He has like this Top Gun jacket he likes to wear, right? Shot that does not go with a cross rocket. <laughs> and he's also like a really, he's got a bad back, so he drives it very rarely. And he, but when he does, he likes to wear that jacket. He's like, oh, it's too hot for it, blah, blah. But he does have a ninja. Yeah, the, the yeah. Rev's got a ninja too. They make a he couple does. models. It's they range from like three grand to like 50 grand. Yeah, like the the rep butt is for like eighteen hundred to two fifty. Oh, right, yeah, right. yeah. Well, the H two, it's um, like isn't that nine hundred ninety eight cc and supercharged? Yeah. It's fast. I can't. So even... it makes like four hundred horsepower. Yep. Hold on, I can't even. Picture. It's fast. Yeah. It's expensive. Twenty eight grand. See, if you got that, and I was on my Hayabusa, 
Oh. I would look like a poser. <laughs> you would look legit. <laughs> oh, I couldn't picture it in my mind at age yeah. two ninja, but yeah. Yeah. Je- my GM does not have that one. You could you could have a, a lower model. Yeah. It's an it's an older one too. It's like early two thousand. They're still cool. That's a good bike because you can get them pretty inexpensive. <coughs> a lot of people, a lot of people at school have them. Yeah. I see a lot of them parked. Yeah, a guy at work has one. The only thing that ever held me back from getting a permit, motorcycle permit, was the fact that I could get hit by a freaking semi or something. Like motorcycle deaths are more common than car deaths. And it's because people yeah, don't pay yeah, less protection. They well, people don't pay attention to their side view mirrors or anything. Like, That's I why sw- you have to pay attention. I know. I swear to God, every time I see a motorcycle in my rear view mirror, I like triple check everywhere. Like, <laughs> if I'm about to switch lane, I'm like looking out my window with like the window down and my head's out the window. Like, are you there? Because I almost hit a lot of motorcyclists like within the first year of having my driver's license. I never hit anyone. But I swear I came close. I was like, oh, could have killed that guy. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, like, when I see a motorcycle and I'm behind it, I make sure I give it more space than I would a car. Yeah, so he gives it about a foot. Yeah. <laughs> I was a more careless driver when I got my license. But now that I know there's way more vehicles on the road than me, I have to look out my window with my head out the window winter spring summer i gotta know if someone's there <laughs> well that i mean I, I do a lot of solo riding which isn't the smartest but i don't have anyone to ride with yeah. if you're going on the freeway it's good to be in a group yeah. you know you gotta have two three people with you because then they notice you people i mean you've heard my dad's bike right the harley yeah that thing is so yeah. loud and people still almost merge into them all the time well i mean windows up music up i guess <laughs> i mean i can hear that thing, like, well, I can hear his truck start up in the morning from my bedroom. <laughs> I know. And I can hear that thing the bike to, is louder. I hear that thing come to scouts sometimes. Windows rolled up and truck shut. <laughs> well, that was one time, but, yeah, that thing, uh, what do you do to that thing to get so loud exactly? He bought it like that. It's just got, uh. I thought you did something with the exhaust. Well, it's got Flowmasters, I think. Oh, okay. But he, he didn't do that. He doesn't like it. I like it. He doesn't like it. It's got a pretty unique sound to me. Makes him look mean. Sound mean. Yeah. Well, especially since it's a GMC. I mean, <laughs> Sierras are cool and all, but they're definitely not gritty. New ones. Get an older one. I like it. Whatever. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, so I've been doing a lot of thinking, right, about things I can't buy. <laughs> and so one of the things I can't buy is a, a new truck. And obviously I want a Raptor. I've mentioned that. But... I was reading a bunch of articles, and everyone says you're better off just buying an F-150 and putting the Whipple twin turbo on it. Yeah. Um, okay. And that'll be a better performing package than the Raptor and, like, half the price. But then I got to thinking, what if I were to get, like, an F-250 King Ranch package and just Ooh. do a Fox Shock replacement, you know, direct replacement with the coilovers, just like they have in the Raptor, and then... Maybe like a two-inch lift with the twin twer- with the twin Whipple turbo. I mean, that would be probably the same price, but way better. Because there's no better interior in a truck, in my opinion, than the King Ranch. Yeah, it's a good-looking interior. <laughs> good-looking, very comfortable. F-250 instead of an F-150. Whipple, I mean, I'd be getting like 
twice the power. And it's the same suspension system. I think that'd be sick. That might be what I go with, but that's still four years from now, so no need to worry. <laughs> yeah, I swear him and I are kind of t- polar opposites on trucks here. I'm, right, never, I'm never switching from a Silverado. Oh, well, I mean, that, that's a polar opposite. You just like Chevy instead of Ford. It's okay. the same thing. Oh, I guess not, but... I mean, Ford's just better. Well... <laughs> 2019 Silverado has gotten garbage well, reviews. Well, yeah. People see, don't like, like the redesign. I don't like the, the look. The, the, the aesthetics of the Silverado sometimes piss me off. Like Outlaw was saying on the video I showed you, they kind of went back to like a, a Fox body look. Yeah. They kind of did. But now these 2019s are coming out with the more bubbly look. And I don't necessarily like it, but I still would prefer a Silverado look over an F-150 or an F-250. I think for me, as far as aesthetics look are, the headlights for the Fords usually ruin it for me. It's the headlights, the front end, the way the hood is, like they don't have like the, uh, the aerodynamic look like the Chevy Silverado does. So as far as aesthetics are, that's what kind of ruins it for me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if they look similar, I'd be torn between an F-150 and a Silverado. I would. I just, I don't know. I love the way they look. Wait, we're not acknowledging the fact that Titans now come with a Cummins. Stock. They do? <laughs> Nissan, I did not know that. <laughs> Nissan Titans coming out with Cummins stock. Because that would be like the last truck I ever look at. Well, <laughs> maybe the Ridgeline pickup edition. <laughs> I mean, Nissan... Uh, Nissan has... You think it's kind of flying under the radar? I... Everyone... I thought you guys would have known that, but... Oh. No. I don't pay I, attention to Nissan. Yeah, I pay more attention GTR. to the Tundra. Exactly. The Tundra is sick. Nissan... When you think of trucks, Nissan is like the last brand you ever think of. Just because the Titan looks ugly. That's true. But they're well, outperforming... The nice. They are outperforming a lot of newer trucks. I'll look into that then. Just because... You could probably get yeah, them probably. used dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No one wants them. What were you going to say, Tony? No, I was just agreeing with Harrison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I could get you. them dirt cheap. Yeah. I'll tell you what a lot of people do that I love. They take uh, 90s and 80s Land Cruisers and put Cummins in those. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, talk about perfect. Yeah. If you're talking overland travel, you know. yeah, yeah. It's crazy what they what the, the the power that the four four cylinder Cummins produces, you know? Yeah. Massive amount of torque. You're getting like four hundred foot pounds of torque out of a four cylinder or something like that. Shit. Oh. I know how we can relate this somewhat to scouts here. For auto mechanics, Mary Badge. Yeah. I swear <laughs> guys, get your oil changed on time. I worked a two hour shift tonight. Yeah. Two hours, just two hours, right? Lube manager called in. He's like, hey, I need you to work. I was like, all right, I'll work a lube. Guy comes in, 2,000 miles overdue for his oil change. I pulled the plug. Black. Black. <laughs> the blackest I've ever seen oil. So like, yeah, that's not good for your engine. And that guy, Tony Fawn. <laughs> I swear. That's weird because I'm not getting mine changed till Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Come to me. But uh, I swear, guys, I mean... I know one of the requirements for auto mechanics is uh, how to do an oil change, when to know when, or something like that. 
please don't go past the due date or the due mileage. A, a lot of people go past, go uh, for their oil change based off mileage, which is usually the best. But a lot of people just stick with the date. And a lot of times the date isn't always right. You know, your oil is still like 500 to 1,000 miles until it's due. But even the age of the oil, oil can greatly impact your performance of your vehicle or greatly impact the damage done to your engine because your oil is just simply old. So pull that and then make sure you're checking your oil as in like pull that dipstick out and make sure you've got enough. Yeah. Dipstick, look at, when you look at your dipstick, look at the level of your oil, if it's good and at a safe level, and look at the color of it. If it's black or anywhere near black, you guys better get your oil changed. <laughs> I'm saying. People ruin their engines just because of regular maintenance. And that is something we can or relate to. The, the lack of regular maintenance. Yeah, the lack of regular maintenance. Something we can relate to scouting here. For auto mechanics, mirror badge. Please just get your darn oil changed on time. Even if the mileage is not quite due, if it's the date. Hey, and learn to do it yourself, too. Oh, that too. Once I mean, you know, you know, it, it's okay to bring it in, but at least know how to do it because that way you can tell when, you know, shop guys mess up or if you have to change it yourself, you can. Yeah, I mean... With a lot of newer vehicles too, it's kind of difficult to do it by yourself. Especially well, don't buy a newer yeah. vehicle. That's, <laughs> if you, well, that's I'm step saying, number I'm one. Saying, I'm saying you got a lot of scouts. You know, their parents might have like a 2018 Land Rover or something, right? Gosh. You know, I don't know. I don't know they your might, situation. Yeah, they might be morons. You know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> We've got one scout in the troop. Of dad's got a. Uh, did he have a Land Rover? I don't know. I don't. I just remember at many points some, some one of the scouts had. Their dad was in a ridiculous vehicle. Yeah. My dad I, and I looked at it like we're talking, you know, well over six figures. Yeah. I'm saying, though, a lot of cars for scouts, if you are doing the auto mechanics merit badge and all you have are your parents' cars, chances are, not saying it's true, but chances are they're newer than 2005. Yeah, I would guess. And I would say that a lot of oil changes nowadays are pretty difficult to do by yourself, especially if you don't have tools. Or a lot of tools, or the proper tools. So yeah, I mean, for sure, get yourself a. I mean, you don't need a lot of tools, but get yourself a decent ratchet set. Yeah, I mean, some it, sockets, some drivers. It doesn't take a lot to do an oil change. Usually between 13 millimeter wrench to like, <laughs> I think the highest, the biggest plug I ever pulled was like 18 mil. I mean, you know, that's a big plug. That's a big plug, but and you know, just in general, not just for cars. I mean, you use them for bikes for. Uh, working on the house. I mean, I always pull out my socket set. I've had that ever since I was like 10. Yeah. My Craftsman one. Oh my God. That's a nice set. Yeah. The one that, that you have. Yeah, it's big. I mean, I've got a bunch of different shapes of different sockets, and you don't you don't need to go all out either. I mean, Husky makes a good set. Uh, um, uh, what are their name? Um, Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight. Yeah, you can get a good Pittsburgh. set at Harbor Freight because Sears is closed now, so it's like yeah. you can't get Craftsman anymore. And unless you're a professional, you don't need Snap-on. Yeah. <laughs> so even though Snap-on's nice stuff, you just you don't need it. I Yeah, I'm just saying, guys. Oh, well, let me say this. If you're doing an Alma Kanks Merit Badge, hit one of us up. Three of us have three pretty dang easy cars to do oil changes and regular maintenance on. Yep. 
God. And I will even let you buy the oil. The Volkswagen. <laughs> the Volkswagen is a tad bit. I, I haven't looked underneath yours. I think you got a skid plate on, but me and Harrison do not. So No, I don't. You don't? Well, just un right under the front lip of the car. All right. But so it doesn't extend to under the... Your oil filter would be underneath yeah, that under skid there. plate then, but not the plug. But... Because I could see it from from on top of the engine. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. All right. My yeah. truck is super easy to do it on. You don't need to jack it up. You can sit under there. Yeah, it's lifted, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> but I, see, I'm saying... Ford's nice because they cut you a little hole yeah. for the for the oil filter. I mean, it's... Yeah. Mercury, I don't know why your guys don't like doing it. Mercury does stuff like that, too, but... Mercury does? Yeah. I like a nice Merc. But uh, if uh, you guys... I don't know how many scouts necessarily listen to this. I know we got a lot of parents, but uh, if you're a parent or a scout who is doing out mechanics and uh, has kind of a difficult car... We can teach you. We yeah. got easy cars to work on. Just hit us up at the meeting. 90% of the time, all three of us are at the meeting. Sometimes it's just two of us, sometimes it's just one. But we all have easy cars to work on. So we'll, we'll teach you the right way to get your requirements done whatnot. We're all thinking about, I think we mentioned one time, becoming counselors for our mechanics and uh, getting that into a troop meeting sometime. Yeah. So it'll get done eventually. Yeah. Well, and well, that goes for many of the merit badges as well. I mean, between all three of us, we've got... I mean, we've got to have, like, 90% of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got, like, 60% of them already. Tony and I had that 90% of Yeah. So. I, yeah, because I think I had over 80. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. What we're saying is we're not stupid or clueless. Yeah. No, we, we, can, we can help. You got resources. Hit here. us up on the page. A lot of the times, I know Brian's busy. I know a lot of other leaders are busy. Tony yeah, Harrison. They actually I, have responsibilities. Yeah. Harrison, Tony, and I, when we show it to the meetings, there's no expectations for us. No. We're kind of just there to help you, so hit us no, up. No, responsibilities being insurance. Yeah, hit us up. We're here. We're here to help. But uh, like I said, I think it's mostly parents on this podcast for now. So I know Gabe does follow us, but uh, for the most part, I think it's mostly parents. So I yeah. think a lot of scouts like the page. They just don't necessarily, necessarily listen. listen. Yeah. I, I, I know the parents do, at least, so... If you're a parent, want your kids to get some merit badges. The only reason we ever show up to these meetings, other than to hang out with each other, is, is to help, help the youth. Is to help the youth. So, we're we're not clueless. We got our we got yeah. our crap together. We can we can relate to them pretty well. And since we've done the merit badge, I mean, a lot of the parents, they weren't scouts. Yeah. So, so they might know the information, but it's different than teaching the badge. Yeah. We can, we can be we can be a good resource. Um, speaking of, go, go, okay, so relating back to the trucks and how they relate to scouts, um, and how I was talking about things I can't buy. Tony, I'm kind of mad that you mentioned to me about a month ago <coughs> that the limited Patriot was back in stock. Yeah. Because I've been staring at that for like all of this week. Wanting to buy it. Is it still in stock? Yeah. Oh. And I just can't pull that $500 trigger. <laughs> I can't either. I'm, I'm sitting there going, boy, that'd be cool. It was back in stock <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, and mm -hmm. then it sold out within, like, two days. Then it was back in stock for 4th of July, and I think it's been back since. Okay. Yeah, it's in stock currently. Or at least as of yesterday. Mm -hmm. How what? 
What time are we on here, Tony? 9.04. Well, what, how long have we been talking? Oh, well, let's find out. I like to get a swear words out before I leave here. 40 minutes. Oh, how long can you stay? <laughs> Forever, honestly. Oh, yeah. Well, we gotta just shut this down around 11. Um. Why 11? Because it's a curfew. Yeah, remember? Oh, you weren't here. We got the fire department called on us one time. Oh, yeah. okay. That wasn't bad, but they just told us to shut it down at 11. So. Yeah, they came around midnight. <laughs> um, that was hilarious. At least for me. So, yeah, so that's back in stock, and I've been staring at that. But I think... I'll be right back. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is I'm not going to do an Emerson order until I run out of coffee because I want to get his coffee because he's got coffee now through Black Rifle Coffee Company, which makes him good coffee. And I've still got like two bags of coffee left that I need to finish. <coughs> wow, I just inhaled all that smoke. Um, and so I think once I finish those two bags, I'll place an order with them. Gosh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. The only thing about that is that it's George Washington's trees, mm -hmm. and it's like, how many of those are going to be available? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's five hundred plus dollars for something I'm not going to use every day, if ever. I don't think I'd ever use yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever use it too. <coughs> and I'd have no place to, I'd have no place to show it off either. No. I would like I would have it eventually when I get a house I'd put it in like the basement with all the other cool stuff, you know, like the guy stuff. Or the quote unquote man cave, you know. I'd make a display for it. It comes with a with a map. Yeah, of, of where, where the, the trees tree from. Yeah. Gosh. And of course you gotta put an axe in that display. I mean like that's his whole thing is chopping wood, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've been eyeing up that gentleman gym for like two years now. And I love it. I just kind of want to hold one before I buy one. Just in case. Yeah. But no one around here sells them. We don't really have any high-end knife shops around here. Which Emerson isn't exactly high-end, but it's higher-end. You right. know? It's like a good... It's like a step above Gerber in price range, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, right around Benchmade. But even Benchmade's got, like, the gold class. Some of their gold class knives sell for 700 bucks. Shoot. Which is... I mean, they've got Damascus steel and precious oh, metals, but... There we go. I don't know. It's just... It's tough to justify that much for a Benchmade. Right. <sighs> don't worry. I'm back good um you know what's interesting about emerson they can't sell their butterfly knives on their website oh yeah i saw yeah so blade I hq exclusively sells because of california law wait i thought butterfly knives are illegal just totally no no you can own them oh God. you can't uh you can't well in minnesota specifically you cannot carry them in public Okay, all right. Whereas with an automatic knife, so a knife that's actuated by a button, yeah, um, you cannot brandish in public. Oh. So what does brandish mean? I carry Microtex all the time, and it's like no one cares. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Knife laws are stupid to me, honestly. Yeah. 
I, I don't get it. Well, especially now that I'm carrying a gun, so it's like... I mean... <laughs> well, Ooh, butterfly knife. The thing with <laughs> knives is not everyone wants or needs a gun. We need some for protection, right? Well, and it's... So why make... It's not just protection, it's utility. Yeah, it's well, just that's fun to co it's cool to have. You know, I'm not going around stabbing people every day if I had a switchblade, you know? I'm yeah. not going to go around freaking... Yeah, like, Harrison, I think you mentioned this before. You're not going to go around stabbing people with your $500 microtech. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not using Sabenza to split throats, you know? I'm not saying... It's like... He's a butcher knife. I'm not saying that there are people out there like that. I'd say the great majority of us, though, just like cool knives. Like, switchblades are illegal. Yeah. But switchblades are cool. So, well, that and then the vast majority of stabbings are probably done with like dollar store steak knives and utility knives. I'd say so. What is, what is like the one that Michael Myers uses, uses? He just uses a chef knife. Yeah, you know, it's like cleaver chef knife. You're just, you're just, you're just well, a cleaver's got a square blade. Oh, that's or right. A, a rectangular that's blade. right. I'm stupid. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. But that's what uh, it's these. A lot of the stabbings are done by like drug addicts. They don't they're, they're, they don't have the money to buy these high end knives. They're not buying the four hundred and eighty four dollar bench made butterfly knife. You know. That's the thing. You know, England mm. banned guns. They banned knives. They still and yet have they stabbings. Still have a <laughs> huge crime rate. They still have stabbings. Hey, All you know them? who has the most restrictive gun policies in America? Yeah, Chirac. <laughs> you know where the most shootings are? Yeah. Chirac. I, I, I read a statistic. If we were to take Los Angeles, mm -hmm. Chicago, and New York City, just completely delete them out of the United States, crime rate, shootings in particular, will go down dramatically. I can't remember the exact figure, but it was something like 70%. Yeah, I, I bet you, that, I bet <laughs> yeah. you it's more than 50. Yeah. I was thinking like 80. Yeah. I mean, you know where there's no shootings? Here. Texas. Texas, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's got a gun. Yeah, and you know where everyone's super nice? Texas. Texas. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get where people are coming from and all, but it's just stupidity. <laughs> well, because my whole thing is they think creating more laws is going to stop bad guys. Yeah. They're already bad guys. They're not going to say, oh, wait a second. They just made this new law. Now I'm going to stop following, or now, yeah. now I'm going to start following the law because they created a new one. You I, know. I will say the one point that's been made that I probably the only time I'll ever say I agree with a liberal. Yeah. Is when it comes to 3D printed guns. I don't see <laughs> it. I don't see a need for a 3D printed gun, even if you're not planning on shooting someone. I don't see a need for it whatsoever. Plus, they break after the first shot. So. <laughs> Well, there's, I mean, there's not a need for any of it, you know. Yeah. This, you can do it. It's I mean, like, if okay, so the whole thing with the 3D printed gun that I was thinking about, you've got guys who make custom gun parts in their garage using a milling machine. <laughs> so, what's the difference between that or a 3D printer? I mean, either way, my SIG's going to kill you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't care what you got. Yeah. You're still gonna get 18 to the chest. Uh, 18 yeah. Jesus hairs. Well, my 320 is 17 plus one. How about just use one? <laughs> Disable and have the cops take care of the rest. I, I, I'm going. I, I, I've never shot at a person before, but just in my mind, 
I'm pretty sure I would do it as if I was fighting them because I would be fighting them, which means I'm just gonna hit them until I know they're not getting up. Yeah. I mean, you gotta think. I can. I can empty that 320s magazine in like seconds. So, is my mind going to go from fight or flight that fast? I mean, I would imagine I'm just going to be sitting there going like this and nothing coming out, and then the cops will show up, and I'll just be in shock. But with the P365, I've only got 12 plus one, so yeah, there's that. There and was, it's tiny. There was a video uh, probably a month ago. Uh, some guy was trying to rob a group of, like, four ladies, women, and one of them, it was an off-duty cop. Yeah. This off-duty cop happened to have her gun. Justified. And he pulls a gun on her. Not her, but the gun on the group, asking for their purses. I watched the video. What does she do? Unloads. Yep. Unloads. Well, not the whole magazine, but she shot him a good four times. I was like, holy crap, it only took, it only need one. But he, she, she shot him four times, laying on the pavement, begging for mercy. And I'm like, oh. Apparently he died in the hospital like two days later, but holy crap. Uh, that, that, that'd be my strategy, stick him in the chest and pull. I mean, that, you're not, in the military, they put the the pistols designed for the military, I think the rifles too, are designed so that there's a contact safety with the barrel. I don't believe mine have that. Um, and I, I, you don't want to miss. I get as close as I can and hit him. I, uh, if I can't run away, you know. To the chest or to the head. Anyway, we're we're getting way off topic of knives I can't afford. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we somehow landed yeah. on guns in the military. But to burn your hat. I just needed a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um, it's cold. You know what I really like? There's. A bunch of custom knife makers are now going the branch of having the outsource, which is kind of eh, but to decent places in like China and Taiwan, and have them make production models of their knives for like half the price. Okay. Chavez Knives did this pretty pretty recently, and they sold out within minutes. Um, but to get a Chavez, I mean, you're on probably like a two-year wait list. And you're paying $700. They made these production ones for $300. And it's the same materials, you know? Yeah. You're just able to make it cheaper because it's not him doing it. I'd love to have one of those. Just, you can't find them. Can't find them. <coughs> oh, I was going to bring something up, but are you guys what done, is, yeah. are you guys done with this topic? Yeah. I now get off at 6 on Tuesdays. Okay. Because of Scout? Yes. So the podcast, I know not every Tuesday we have a meeting. Does Brian's place close when? It closes at 5. All right, shoot. I mean. So what we can do, I like I said, I'm fine going there and staying there until whenever you guys get there. So I can go there at 5 when they close. I'll be there before 5. Yeah. And hang out until six or whenever you're done. Yeah. We can record and then go to the meeting. I like that. Oh yeah, that's. Does a that good work idea. for you, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you be able not... to get over there around six? I think so. 
So instead of taking the bus from the U of M to Burnsville Transit Center, where my car is, I'll just get off at Southdale and then find a way to get over to his office. Can't be that hard. Nah, it's... Okay. Nah. Yeah. So... But, like, my main thing with recording at night was that, well, one, it's hard. I hate driving at night. Yeah, me too. Like, and it's really inconvenient because from the U of M, I'd go to my house in Burnsville. Yeah. And then I'd be eating dinner and then starting to do my homework or whatever. And then stopping, going to record, which is basically an Eden Prairie. It is. Yeah. And then going home in the dark. Okay. That was my main thing. But if we could do six now, or like close to that, that's golden. Well, yeah, it'd take me like 10 minutes to get from work to Eden Prairie. Well, actually, I just get off... It's just off of 100, so I'd probably take me five minutes to get there after six. It's off of 169. 160. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'd still take me like five, five to ten minutes to get there. Assuming I change quickly and get in my truck by six. So. You don't need to change. I do. I got to get out of my uniform at work. That's what I meant Fair by change. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's because we could crank out an hour-long podcast, show up to the meeting around 7.15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's- perfectly acceptable. Think you guys want to start this next Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. And I'll, I'll be able to hold that until wrestling season starts. When's I, that? I, think I, I got, don't know. Okay. I think I got Tuesdays off until s- summer, so Great. whatever you guys think. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday after, or yeah, Tuesday afternoons work for me until the end of the semester, then I don't know what's up. Alright. Or at least until I build my schedule. Thank God, we're finally going to be in our new home at at the studio. Oh, yeah. That dude, he's going out of business, too. What? Oh, you didn't catch that? What? Right. We'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, yeah, later. But, yeah, oh, okay. basically, yeah. So, from now on, we'll be in our new studio. For a while. Yeah. Yep. Until we figure it out. Uh, well, you know, well, we can't show you. I was going to say, I bet you we could use the upstairs of the garage. <laughs> um, if we need to, we could do that. That'd be awesome. It's just going to be chilly up there in the winter. Uh-huh. But we got blankets. <laughs> I don't care about cold. Um. Well. It'd be festive because it's Minnesota. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long enough podcast. Yeah, about the usual. Yeah, trying to try. His phone's probably dead. Trying nope. to hang out with my boys. Still here. good. But uh, this has been the nest. The nest. Mike, Tony, Harrison. Kaka. 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 Tony, turn it off, I swear to God, I'll punch you in the face.